Hello and welcome back for yet another episode of A Little Something Gay. That's right. You guys, today is a very fun episode. I'm very excited to welcome these lovely, well, I was going to say ladies, but I'm not going to assume their gender. Miss Caitlin Martell and Miss Bailey Maxwell. Hello, hello. Hello. Oh, I realized I said Caitlin Martell. Caitlin Martell Jones. We go yes. with Caitlin Martell. That's how I've been it, introducing myself on our podcast. It sort of just tripped off my tongue. That's mm-hmm. perfect. And Miss Bailey Maxwell. Hello, hello. Hi, ladies. How are you? Or um, hi, individuals. How are you? Hi, humans. Yes. I am delightful. I'm doing great. So how are you? I'm I'm doing so good. I uh I took a little a little time off from doing the podcasting. Uh, I was. <sighs> If I'm honest, you needed a sabbatical. Uh, yes, I had an interview with uh, someone, and it was an amazing, amazing interview. And then I went back to edit, and discovered that none of his audio recorded on the other end. Oh no! Yeah. Listen, we have been there. We've done it. We've done it. <laughs> already like we're you've done a lot more episodes than we have but we already had to redo we? we're one four in and we've had to redo one heartbreaking you you understand you understand oh, oh i absolutely i was i couldn't even talk to caitlin about it oh, <laughs> i was like she I, was so nervous she was like so listen the shame it's gone yes it's, we it's, lost it's, it <laughs> I, I immediately it started so sweating silly. you feel like you just sat in a room talking into a microphone for no reason. No you know reason. what I mean? It makes the yeah. whole podcasting feel so silly in that moment that you're like, oh, I wasn't even recording. Yeah. Ugh. Luckily, we recorded two that day. I so feel it wasn't free- like a loss. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a total <laughs> loss, but I, I feel for you. That that needs a sabbatical, I understand. Yeah. Yes. And so I was fighting with Zoom on how to get the audio back, and they were not very helpful. And so anyway... But now, of course, now we're here and we are recording <laughs> and I'm just going to take up the mantle again. I'm so glad you're back. Thank you. Thank you guys for doing this. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, thank you we're for having excited. us. I'm so excited to have you on our little podcast <gasps> about some films. I can't wait. I, I have a short list of films I would love to talk about in case you guys are curious. Oh, I we definitely Please. need to discuss that <laughs> list on, okay, at the great. end. Yes. Okay, well, let's just uh, let's let's get into it. So, I okay. like to ask my guests at the beginning of every episode. You guys know this; you're massive fans. But for the <laughs> the ones that are just joining us, uh, I like to ask my guests, "How do you identify?" Well, I um, I queer. Okay. I think I'm still yeah. kind of uh, figuring it all. I am married to a man, but um, yeah, I'm a, I am she, her, but yeah, I guess queer. Love that. And I, um, cisgendered, hetero woman, married to a man, she, her pronouns. Great. Love that. Takes all all types to make a rainbow. Absolutely. Indeed. Amen. Yes. And okay, so I would love to uh, get you guys to tell us just like a little bit more about yourselves. Oh, Caitlin, you go first. You're oh, younger. Oh, no, on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Caitlin. Um, I am absolutely terrible about talking about myself, so we're going to do this. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, should, we ta- should we tell each other about, could, should we tell 
them. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yes. (gasps) Yes. Let's do that. Great. So Caitlin is a young 20 something. She grew up in Texas, but she went to school, college in Oklahoma, which is where we met Bailey, Mm -hmm. her best friend, the light of her life. Yeah. Uh, Then after she finished college, she went and did a little Disney cruise. Oh. Which was so fun. And did you work for, I know you worked for a casting agent, a director in Oklahoma, but was that um, before or after the cruise? It was right before. So I interned Ah. with Chris Freihofer in Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, wow. For the um, six months right before I actually got the Disney contract uh, right at the end of that internship. Yeah, because that internship ended in December and I left in January. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. So okay. cool. And then um, Caitlin went on from there. She's now back in Texas, living with her sweet, brand new, hunky husband, Ooh. Preston Isham. And they are getting ready to move into a cute little house they've been uh, renovating for the last year. That's lovely. Yeah. Storybook, a little storybook life. <laughs> she is made of glitter and happy things. Of course. Caitlin. <laughs> okay, great. And Caitlin, we, we're dying to hear about Bailey. Ah, uh, Bailey. Ha- I mean, she did such a great job talking about me. Where do you start, really? Uh, truly. The light of my life, Bailey Maxwell. <laughs> she Thank is you, a please. statuesque brunette beauty. She is uh, a thriving almost 30 year old um uh, is it okay if i say your age absolutely you're thriving people said my age (laughs) i have been waiting to be 30 almost 30 year old (laughs) (laughs) and um we met in uh college and she saw this tiny little red-headed person across the room and said i don't know her name and i won't for a minute but I like her and I'm gonna keep her in my pocket for forever. And that little redhead was me. Oh, so Here. true. Yes. Aww. But um, we have been friends for a long time. Bailey mm-hmm. lived in New York for a brief bit. She did some acting there and then she went to Oklahoma. She bounced back and forth for a few times. We love it. Gotta go home sometimes. There's no yeah. place like home. And then she moved to Chicago and thrived for how long did you live there? Two years. Two years. Two wee years. Yeah. Two beautiful years in the Windy City. Uh Uh-huh. But then I got to come and play in Dallas. Yes. So once (laughs) we were reunited at last. Finally. We had not been in the same state for so many years. And so when the pandemic hit, we kind of just had to make the decision of like, do we want to spend a pandemic winter in Chicago? And the answer to that was no. So uh, Texas is warm. And so we came down here and I got to be here for Caitlin's wedding and it was a good choice. Beautiful. But yeah, reunited at last. And now we can play together. I know. And now it's like we live in driving distance and it's like, do you want to go have a drink of wine at my house? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do do friends hang out yeah, yeah. yeah nice that was lovely girls gals. thank you um caitlin you just got married recently i did in november you had a little covid wedding i did what was that like 10 out of 10 would not recommend yeah. it was 
frankly the most stressful thing I I have ever had to do. I can imagine because weddings, uh, like at uh, at their base level, are stressful, and then you have the added impact of a global pandemic, and I could not even imagine. Yeah. So he he proposed at the beginning of November 2019. So we had the rest of November, December, and then um, we did a show in January, February. So we had those little four months where we really weren't doing a lot, but um, we had locked in, luckily my dress, we had locked that in early. So I didn't have to worry about that when, when COVID uh, showed up. And um, everything after that was pretty much planned in the pandemic. Ugh. And honestly planned in like a few months because I got super like anxious and depressed about everything and couldn't do anything during like March, April, May. It was probably mid-June before my mom was like, okay, we need to decide what we're doing, (laughs) if we're doing, but we got to do something. Yeah. And uh, so I finally kind of like pulled myself out of a hole and was like, Okay, we're going to do it. I think we can do something. I will say from an outsider perspective, as one who got to observe Caitlin in the wild Mm -hmm. doing this, I (laughs) she was so thoughtful and I thought I was so impressed with how um, well planned out everything was and how thoughtful she was to all of the guests and the vendors and like how everything would work seamlessly and to keep people safe. And I was like, you have gone so far above and beyond it was I know really difficult and obviously very hard but it was so beautiful it turned out so well so like she aced that test it was beautiful I wasn't there but I saw the video and it was very well done oh thank you I had some beautiful people to to lean on and uh cry to when it got to be a lot um I obviously had Bailey was my uh maid of honor and she was a rock star and I've I'm so glad she was here because that just made it so much easier for me to just be like, I just need to call you and like speak for 10 minutes. I don't know what about. (laughs) And then I also, our wedding planner uh, was our good friend, Kyle West. And he, uh, I will sing his praises all day long. A rock star. He made sure everything was so smooth. That's wonderful. I'm glad it went, I'm glad it went well. Mm-hmm. Your dress was gorgeous, by the way. Thank you. Mm. I wish I could wear it every day of my life. Yeah, I, I wish I could wear it every day of my life. <laughs> so, ladies, this is a comedy slash lifestyle, and I flatter myself when I say comedy, but comedy slash lifestyle podcast about the LGBTQIA plus experience. Do you, Ooh. do either of you have a uh, close connection to the LGBTQIA plus experience? Bailey, I know you said that you identify as queer. Um, yeah. And then also uh, my brother is a drag queen, Tilly Screams. Yes. Um, friend of the pod. Yeah, friend of the pod. And his husband, Robin Banks, also a drag queen. And then my sister and her wife also live in Oklahoma. So we got I got them on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then obviously I just, you know, you work in theater and, you know, it, you come across many a many a queer folk i had heard that there were queer folks in theater i mean it's a rumor going around but secrets out spread any lies but yeah i think that because you know i grew up very conservative and 
got into theater in high school, but like I didn't really understand the theater industry. Like I thought that Broadway was just one theater and they just sort of rotated shows. Uh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> right? The dream. One night only, it's dream girls. And so <laughs> when I got to college and I was like going to college for music theater, which like, wow, my mind was about to be blown. Um, you know, my, my brother had just come out and it was all crazy, but I, you know, it was the people in the theater community that like taught me about gay history and, and gay culture. And, and I, I, you know, I owe that to the theater community for educating me where, you know, high, high school just doesn't, you know, yeah, you don't get that. So I, I mm -hmm. love the theater and that's kind of where I, I like to stick around because I think people are so strong and so unique and different and they kind of feel freer to express that um, in the theater community, I think, than other career paths, I guess. Yeah, of course. I mean, theater really is the bastion of the, uh, of the other, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Caitlin, what about you? Um, yeah, so I, you know, I remember growing up and, and having an awareness of, of queer folk and, and just sort of expanded my um, knowledge of it sort of as I got through theater, kind of like Bailey said, um, and, and sort of learning as I go and meeting new people and, and meeting new friends and learning about their experiences and who they are. And um, so that's really my connection to it. Um, I mean, I remember one of my earliest memories um, from when I was like, I don't know, five, watching The Birdcage with my mother. Um, so, you know, <laughs> good choice, Pamela. Yes. Um, she was, she was right there showing me, showing me the good stuff. So, I mean, I remember seeing that and, and then it just sort of became just this part of my life that I was like, yeah, we love this. And, and I love all of my, um, wonderful queer friends. Um, yeah. And they've, they've taught me so much about just being a good person and, being loving and having a family that you choose. I love that. I love that more people are embracing the chosen family. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. It's so important. Now, you two have a very exciting endeavor that you both work on. It is a podcast. Indeed. Called Please and Take It With You. I am a massive fan of this podcast. I have been since day one. <gasps> Thank Aww. you. Yes, I love it. And um, can you tell us just a little bit more about how this came about? Maybe the genesis of this podcast? I yeah. think it started, Bailey sort of off the cuff mentioned wanting to do a podcast. And mm -hmm. I don't remember if you wanted to do a movie podcast or if I was like, what if we talked about movies? <laughs> I remember, so I had... I, I was living in Chicago and I had tried to start a podcast with one of my friends in Chicago and it, I would still love to do it with her one day. I think I just got scared. And so we didn't do it, but then, you know, coming to Texas and Caitlin and I have been such good friends. And I was like, I would love to do a podcast with Caitlin because we already talked to each other about movies all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think you had suggested the movie thing but I suggested the podcast thing. And then it was like, it just made sense. And then when we kind of sat down and really hashed it out, it was like, we love, 
I love movies, like love movies. And that was kind of what our connecting, you know, it's, it's definitely some of the glue in our relationship is being able to talk about different types of film and art and stuff. And, and so, and Caitlin came up with the perfect name because we both love Wizard of Oz and the title is a direct line line from the movie. And it just seemed kind of too perfect. And why not? We're in the middle of a pandemic. It's not like we can go out. This is like a form of clubbing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You want to make a podcast? Well, we love movies, but more like specifically, we love weird movies. Like I I feel like our friendship was forged on like our mutual love of movies that people don't talk about. So that's kind of where it started. And and I know it will evolve because eventually we will run out of the weird movies that we grew up loving and we'll have to branch into movies we don't know as well and movies that we do know as well that we don't feel like people talk about you know stuff like that but it was just such a fun idea that sort of evolved as we sort of like yeah bantered about it and Mm -hmm. and even the format has evolved since the first episode so it's it's really fun yeah it is very informative you definitely go into detail on uh, sort of not not just kind of the process of making the movie, but also kind of what was going on at the time. My my favorite one thus far has been The Mummy because it just drew, drew, drew me so like right back into the late 90s and my love yes. for Brendan Fraser. And... I oh, loved that episode. I love that movie. I don't know if you could tell on the oh, episode, but oh, my love. Oh, it's so good. I think um, that's been my favorite one for us to, to absolutely film so far. I love that one. You can tell that there's definitely like an electricity. F- yes. <laughs> but I mean, how could you not? I mean, consider the material. Oh, everyone has a crush on that whole cast. The whole cast. Oh, They're beautiful. Uh, the the movie is amazing. Uh-huh. Oh. It's so what did, when did you see it? Like, did you would, did you watch it with your sister? I feel like you and your sister would have watched that together. Okay. Me and my siblings loved it. So I distinctly remember when my dad brought home our very first DVD player and it was gigantic. It was huge. (laughs) And even then I was like, it's so sleek. Look at it. (laughs) And I want to say The Mummy was like the first DVD we owned. And Mm, I I love that for you. Good choice. I can even remember watching the commentary on that movie. And at the very end, when they go off, they're like riding off in the sunset with the gold and the director's like, and then we'll see you for the mummy sequel. I was like, it's going to be more. And there was, and there was, was. and they came back so hard. Oh my God. The second one, I, I could almost say that I like more than the first one. Almost. Um, I'm I'm right there with you. It's so well done and uh, mm-hmm. i love seeing more of an ox and a moon story and mm-hmm. his backstory and stuff so that and one is rachel a... vice's eyebrows kind of glow up <sighs> they they did i do they had i did love up. her skinny brows her, her little, skinny <laughs> her brows. little they 20s were brows they were great i'm like did they have to tweeze that every day like because you know they waxed and then you know they had daily mm-hmm. like it, it's time to mow the lawn again i mean they would have had to right <laughs> I am a hairy person. I know what how quickly brows grow in. They grow in, let me tell you. But I mean, even in in movie, because like there are some shots where they're all up in her shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. I mean, how I 
I don't blame them. No, no I mean, not at all. if I were the camera guy, I'd be like, I'd be just like up her nostrils. <laughs> probably, it's probably beautiful up there too. She is a beautiful specimen. <laughs> Has she won an Oscar? She was nominated. nominated. The favorite, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, right. But I, I don't think she's won. I don't think so either. Ugh, a tragedy. But she's great. Yes, I love her. That so the mummy is is definitely my favorite. Uh, so thus far, I say because I can't okay. wait to hear oh, okay. We've got good stuff planned. Ooh, well, don't don't tell us too much. What? Tell me. Tell us some of your. What are What are some of the ones that you want to do when you come on? What are your like top you bucket list? Yeah. What's your bucket list? Yeah. When you come on our podcast, <gasps> what what movies do you want to chit chat about? Okay. So. My number one, and this is sort of controversial, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Okay, I've not seen that. Okay, well, it was, it's considered the gay nightmare. Oh, but okay. But there's so much, like, contention with it because the young actor, so it was like, the, it's like the first time in the franchise where there's a final boy and not a final girl. And he was, he was, he is gay. His name is Mark. And, uh, like, at the time on set, he was getting, uh, like, all of this um, abuse. And the movie is just very queer. And the director the whole time was like, no, we're not making a queer movie. But there's, like, a BDSM gay bar scene. It's very interesting. Okay. Yes, we ha- we've, we've got to watch it. Got to talk. So was so it like a wait. we're not making a queer movie, wink, wink? Or was yeah. he, like, didn't yeah. really think he was making one? <laughs> Well, I think he the whole time was like, this is really, this is gay. This is a very queer thing. And they're like, no. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it is, but okay. But okay. So, he, so, but then he later made a documentary called Scream Queen. Okay. And it's all about his sort of his experience with, with the film. And um, he is, he, he's been a, a really strong advocate for HIV and AIDS research. I would love to have him on my podcast. Anyway, so Nightmare 2, that's up there. Yes. Yeah, I'd love to dive in. I've, oh. I've not seen any of that series, so I'd be super into that. I yeah, love horror. Yeah. Okay, I was wondering, are you guys horror horror buffs? Absolutely. Okay, yes. Cool. Okay, great. Yes, and I we even love campy horror, like the, hor- the bad oh, horror. horror. I, I will eat that up. Give oh. me a B oh. movie any day. Yes. yes, I watched Very Evil Dead the other it. night. I was so I was just God living bless. my best. That life. one is that one's a roller coaster. It's so good. It's I just want so someone good. to do the musical around here. Like oh I just want to be an Evil Dead. I have a soft spot for B movie musicals specifically. I love them. Yes, yes, <laughs> they're so that good. makes me so happy. We should make that happen. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead the musical or <laughs> near us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You can come visit. That. How much does it cost to put on a show? We can figure it out. I don't know. How much are the rights? Like, here's what we'll do. dollars. <laughs> we'll watch. Th- we're gonna watch the producers and take copious notes. <laughs> <laughs> they they spell it all. I remember they spell it all out. I mean, <laughs> the good news is we'd only need to go to like the thrift store for costumes. So yeah, exactly. I'm into it. We can. Oh, all right. All we need production is... meeting when this wraps. Okay, Perfect. great. <laughs> Yeah, what's another great there? Oh, I mean, the Birdcage obviously is a is a wonderful, that would be a solid beautiful choice. film. 
tell us now. No, those are two good ones. Those are really good choices. We don't have to hold you to those. If you come up with another one, we can, you know, we'll chit chat. I'll do some, but I love, I, but I'm, I'm liking the path that you're on. I'm into Mm -hmm. your, uh, your journey. Yes. And the thought process. Mm -hmm. Well, I would love to do movies that are, uh, maybe not, maybe not queer, but queer centric or queer adjacent. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Love that. Yes. Yes. I think that would be great. What are some upcoming movies that uh, you you guys are going to be working on? If you if you don't mind giving us just like a little a little taste. Well, Caitlin is better at remembering the so, list than than I. Have a I list. Oh, great. <laughs> so I think we want to touch on Clue at some point. Oh yes. Um, that's oh. a big one. So I think we wanted to get our feet wet a little bit before we dove into some things. So like, <gasps> we've got mm-hmm. a lot to cover here. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, Wet Hot American Summer is another one. I love that. We I, might that need to do like was... a multi-series, like or a multi-part oh, yeah. talking Pretty about that point. and mm-hmm. the the TV show that they made after the fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there. Amy Poehler is genius in that. Oh my God. Oh, God. When they go into town <laughs> for like an hour or whatever. And she's like doing heroin. <laughs> it's always good to get away, even just for an hour. <laughs> I that movie I think that was the line that I was like I I'm in I'm mm-hmm. sold I love this Bravo. movie yes it's amazing oh such a good choice yeah absolutely I, such a good choice we picked it I want <laughs> we picked it for you good choice pat on the back <laughs> okay so those are two I'm excited about yeah um Bailey yes. do you have some that you are excited um about? well I know we're doing um we have Fern Gully I'll oh, go ahead great. and announce that one yeah we have Fern Gully that we're doing promo. I'm very excited about that one. Uh, uh-huh. That was such a good film. And then I would love to do, I would love to cover Angels in America. The mm. like one, the part one and part two. I mm-hmm. know it was a like a mini series, but it's so good. Well, that sort of leads me into my next question for you guys. Would you ever do like a mini series? Oh, yeah. I think definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what I view, and I wish more mini series is would happen yeah. because I think it's a really great way of telling a story that you can't quite shove into a two hour movie, yeah. but you don't have quite enough for, for like a series, like a full series, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, so like, why not make like a six hour movie and then split it into six part? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. You know, so and it, I think, I feel like the miniseries format is becoming so much more popular because most people do stream services Mm -hmm. now Uh um and so yeah i would love to i think there's way too many amazing mini series to not cover them eventually i mean i i would also be interested to see if we ever did a tv show because i love tv too yes we're living in a golden age of television we really are really Mm -hmm. are some good stuff yeah. And there's so many, now I feel like you're seeing, because there are so many different network platforms, streaming platforms, yada, yada, you're seeing so many more like A-list, A-list celebrities mm-hmm. oh, yeah. on TV. And, you know, the like small little, little guy is like, May- leave some for the rest of us. But I'm also <laughs> just like really excited to see Meryl Streep and Big Little Lies. You know what exactly. I mean? So if you could have a dream guest on your show to talk about a movie i'm gonna ask we're, we'll, we'll do this individually okay caitlin who would your dream guest be i mean i'm dreaming very big here yeah, but hey 
it, we're here. We're dreaming. I mean, Catherine O'Hara comes to mind <gasps> because mm. I just think a she would be incredible to just talk to. Mm-hmm. She just seems like someone I want to have coffee with. Yes. And I wouldn't even care if she talked about the movie the whole time. She could just tell me anything. And I just read the phone book. Yes. yes. Tell me more. Yeah. We'll I'd just record her singing lullabies for 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, that. I feel like she's such a wealth of information and, mm-hmm. and so interesting in her career as far as everything she's done and the choices that she's made as a, as a artist. Mm-hmm. I think that would be my, my like, dream my dream guess she is so good at picking a project oh oh my god it's like i'm mean, sure she just has, has like amazing like, well folders upon think. folders of yes, projects I'm... offered i yeah, love I mean, her i feel like that'd be even harder when you have so many to choose from that you're like uh this one i guess I yeah, mean... did you guys see her in temple grandin no was that good Oh my God, it's so good. Bailey loves this one. It's so good. I would love to do it one day, but I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's Claire Danes and then little Catherine O'Hara plays her aunt. Uh-huh. And she's a delight. I wasn't expecting her to be in it. And then I was like, oh, hello. And it's completely different than anything. I mean, it's I like, like she very vanilla. Normal. She like sneaks into projects and you're like, yeah. what? Wait a minute. She's like, I'll just pop in here. She's in yeah. uh, that movie Penelope that had uh, Christina Ricci. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, hi. <laughs> what did you? Catherine. I, I Do you guys have this feeling that Catherine O'Hara is like uh, almost like upset at how well Schitt's Creek did? That she's a little like, I was, I was laying a low profile here uh-huh. and you guys came and like made me it. famous and now I'm a gay icon. What happened? Have you did you see the little doc they did of the lat like the lat and and she was they were like do you want to do it she's like no no <laughs> I'm busy <laughs> good I love her that's exactly her I love I that love her I love her so much okay Bailey who is your dream guest this is a tough one I I'm gonna I'm gonna have two answers I'm gonna pick a guy and a girl because oh, I. Yeah. I would love to have Dax Shepard on. Ooh, He's okay. such a fan of his Armchair Expert podcast. And yeah. I think that he would be, I think he probably has like amazing things to say about movies in general. Absolutely. I, I, we could just go down a list and I just want his like one line answer opinion of each movie. Like I think he. Or just like a one line really... summary of each movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or like knows. really breaking down the rescuers down under, you know, right. yes. like getting into the meta. Yes. Absolutely. And he knows everybody. Absolutely. Oh exactly. Yeah. And he's such a laid back guy. So I would either say Dax Shepard or Emma Thompson, because I think she's wow. amazing. Yeah. I'm so yeah. she's probably one of my one of my favorite actresses. She is an actress that I think a lot of people sleep on. And then you see her and shit, and you're like, "Why have I not been bowing down this whole time?" I got it. Oh yeah, she's perfection. She yeah. says so much without saying words, <gasps> and that's that my favorite scene thing. In love, actually, tears. Not a word was spoken, and she and uh, just Joni Mitchell playing in the background, and Emma Thompson changing your life, having a whole monologue in her face. 
Oh, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so, so beautiful. She's I was thinking about favorites. her the other day. I was thinking about saving Mr. Banks, like out of nowhere. Oh God, yes. I was just like, I think I thought of Paul Giamatti and I was like, he was delightful in saving Mr. Banks. <laughs> and then I started thinking about Emma and I was like, oh, she was so good. She was great. She was really good. I love her from Nanny McPhee. That mm-hmm. was like a movie that I think that was a little bit older when it came out. I, you know, I was in my maybe early teens. So yeah. I probably shouldn't have loved it as much as I did, but it's one that I, to this day, still watch. And she wrote, Emma Thompson wrote that and I, and played obviously the title character and just did, it's so amazing and so beautiful and such a fairy tale kids movie experience without being like a Disney film. I didn't know she wrote that. Oh yeah. Oh wow. She wrote it and starred in it and produced it. She's a, she's a one woman show. Yeah. Isn't Angela Lansbury in that? Yes. Yeah. For she plays the aunt, mm-hmm. the old crotchety aunt, because you know that Emma Thompson wrote like Sense and Sensibility. I did not know that. You're She's welcome. Jane Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. She's written a plethora of of things. So talented. So you should you should Google her up. I'm sure I'm like I I don't think she wrote Pride and Prejudice. No. I don't remember. Mm. But I, I know she wrote say, Sense and Sensibility. I don't think so. Uh. Okay. See, here I was sleeping on poor Emma Thompson. and Great. She's been through it. She's been doing it. Yeah. Since you have a podcast uh, where you sort of disseminate movies and kind of, kind of tell us a little bit about the movie making process and a little behind the scenes info, I thought it'd be fun to do a little movie word association. Love it. I'm uh, love games. I think I'm just gonna throw it out there, and then you guys can say whatever you want about it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay. And I hope you. I don't know if you. You might not have seen these movies. I don't know. We're just gonna see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Xanadu. Roller skates. Yep. <laughs> Lighting, just '80s glam. Great. Okay. Love that. This one is kind of like a given, but uh, oh god, is everything okay? <laughs> just tried to jump on the table and absolutely whiffed and just <laughs> fell. <laughs> I just saw some movement on the, on the monitor there and then... I'm so sorry. Are you okay, buddy? He's fine. He's embarrassed. He's gonna, he's gonna go sit in the corner and think about his life. Okay, so this is sort of a give, a, like a given campy movie, but uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, um... Muffled? Fishnets. <laughs> I just okay. lots of fishnets. As far as the eye can see. Yes. <laughs> I would okay. say clouded. Clou- clouded would be maybe the more appropriate. Hazy. Oh, hazy. hazy. Okay. Clouded. Yeah. Just seventies. Eighties. <laughs> A time. A time. A time to uh, be alive. Yes, of course. Okay, this one I'm not sure if you guys have seen, but I'm a cheerleader. Mm, no with natasha leone haven't seen it want to so badly it's on my list okay that's a good queer movie to that would be a good yeah yeah. okay it's very good and clea duvall isn't it is she really okay because i've heard a lot about this movie because it 
Natasha's like pretty young. I mean, this was a, a while ago, right? Yeah. I've heard awesome things. It's, yes. I can't remember who directed it right now, but yeah. I can't remember it either, but it is very good. Okay. Connie and Carla. Oh my God. Are you serious? We suck. I'm so We're the sorry. Worst, a bad movie podcast. This is the reason I've I've I'm I've come into your life. He's like Star Wars, oh. and we're like we I you. haven't heard of her. Okay. Okay. Tony Collette, <gasps> Nia Bardello, <gasps> and they are two women that sing a Broadway style review show. Okay. Was I napping when this came out? So it is basically some like it hot. But women as Jack Lemmon and um, uh, Tony Curtis, they witness a mob shooting and they go in hiding as drag queens. Oh, okay. All right. So they are women dressed as men dressed as women. So it's Bailey and Caitlin's life story. And they start. (gasps) Oh, my God. If ever they did a stage version, we have it right here. We're already writing it. We're We're already writing. Oh, holy shit. There is a there is a Debbie Reynolds cameo. I don't want to alarm you. Debbie Uh, Reynolds? Debbie Reynolds. Yes. Okay, definitely put put that on the list. Okay, Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The birdcage. Only because Uh, Caitlin mentioned it. Robin. Robin. It's I I just think of the the toothbrush line. (laughs) 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 Because it was this is if we ever talk about it i'm going to talk about this again but he's like i've packed my toothbrush and he's like you're packed you packed light how very egyptian of you (laughs) (laughs) i think that whole movie is just so galvanized like this the set and the costumes and the comedy it's just so perfect i don't Mm -hmm. know it's just so exciting to watch Yes. it's quotable movie. it's quick it's clever okay i've got two more okay okay the last one is going to be like a little fun one showgirls <gasps> ice oh campy glory <laughs> i'm erect why aren't you erect <laughs> <laughs> like i want you to know i was working at like panera or something right out of high school and my boss was like oh mentioned showgirls and he was like yeah it's one of my favorite movies and I was like oh I've never seen it went home watched it and then was so glad I was watching it alone and not just having a family movie night (laughs) with your mom Uh yeah it's like hey mom (laughs) that that movie I could just so good Gina Gershon are you kidding me it's good oh beautiful the hairstyles in that movie the the heaviest makeup (laughs) just caked on cake oh it was like intense that whole movie i remember just being really sucked in the whole time it felt like the stakes were so high yeah elizabeth berkeley oof i love that yeah i love Uh, you love that movie it's i I see you in a different light now (laughs) okay and the last one only because i know it is a favorite uh death becomes her God and Jesus. On guard, bitch. <laughs> that's uh, it. <laughs> yes. And I feel like that's the attitude you have to go in with. Oh, yeah. When watching mm-hmm. Death Becomes Her. Like, on yeah. guard, bitch. We're doing it. Yeah. It's so Ooh, good. Bruce Willis in that. 
is one of my gold. I mean, and it was, you know, before he was all like action, action star guy. Mm -hmm. And he did so well in that movie, but it has so many amazing one liners. Mm -hmm. We're leaving. (laughs) We're leaving. (laughs) I I say that constantly. (laughs) I was like, I use it on John. I use it with Caitlin. Like anyone. I'll paint your ass. You paint mine. (laughs) Yes. Do you remember where you parked the car? (laughs) I love right before she shoots her. She goes, you brought this on yourself. <laughs> All right. These I thought you were making living. <laughs> I hurt you on purpose. Could you just <laughs> not breathe? <laughs> Listen, we could do this all day. We really could. We'll, we'll just we'll quote the whole movie. movie. I mean, yes. I think it goes without saying that we will be covering Death Becomes Her. But yes. We're waiting for the right moment. Yes, that is going to be a very good day. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait. Maybe we'll come in costume. Who knows? <laughs> oh, great. We will definitely be coming in costume. Who's who's going to be Ernest? Me. Clearly. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Clearly. She's going to do like a, like a split makeup situation. I'll be Ernest and Madeline. Perfect. There you go. There you go. Done. There you go. And then I'll uh, push myself down the stairs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the big finale. It's a great act. You can only do it once, though. So, I have asked this of other podcasters that I've that I've interviewed and I would love to get your take on it as well. It is something that I find myself battling a lot, which is imposter syndrome and as someone else who is curating content uh on a on a biweekly basis, how is that something that you experience absolutely oh absolutely yeah does it transfer into other facets of life or it saturates it would be Mm -hmm. more (laughs) correct term i think especially with doing this podcast i think i couldn't you feel so silly when you want to do something that's sort of outside your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's hard for anybody, but then feeling like, even when you're, you're like, I have the tools, I, I'm smart enough to figure this out. We have all this training and things at my fingertips and you almost have to know. (laughs) What happened? Oh, Bailey has left the chat. Bailey. Okay, well, I'll take I'll pick up the baton. Please do. I I definitely have a big dose of imposter syndrome in like all facets facets of my life. Definitely as a performer, definitely just like as a human in life, mm-hmm. constantly worrying about whether I deserve to be where I am. And um, you know, I think you you just have to tell that little committee in your head that they don't know what they're talking about and that you, you do deserve to be there and, and reminding yourself of, you know, the, the different thing the, the like Bailey was saying, the tools that you do have at your disposal and, and definitely with uh, the podcast, you know, because we're just kind of giving our opinion on movies and mostly doing the IMDB and Google searches that other people don't want to do. Like, these are not new thoughts. These are not new opinions. And I think there is that sort of like worry of like, 
well, do people think we're funny? Do people think we're interesting? Is what we're saying even worth listening to? And, you know, it's hard, especially when you're starting out, um, you know, all your listeners are just kind of like your friends and family and right. it's hard knowing whether it's getting out there to other people and whether other people are interested in what you have to say. But I mean, I, I do, I do think that having a partner in Bailey that I feel so comfortable with um, and, and, you know, doing a partner podcast does give you a little bit of safety with, you know, having that other person that it's like, well, at least I'm not alone. And mm. at least I have someone to kind of like banter with. And we both feel so comfortable with each other that, you know, luckily we can just kind of like press record and then go about our business. Right. So that definitely helps. But yeah, there's a big, big imposter syndrome for me, for sure. I mean, I, I, I definitely felt it a lot this this past week when I didn't, you know, put anything out. And I, I'd been trying to really be proactive about making sure that I had guests and making sure that I had content and, and stuff like that. And so I I just keep reminding myself, you know, it this is not for everyone, mm-hmm. but the people that it is that it is for, they're going to appreciate it. They're going to love, love it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I just, I, it, you know, that's, that, that is something that's probably never going to go away. I'm probably always going to feel as if maybe the the episodes I'm putting out aren't good or maybe the guests that I have are are only interesting to me or you know what have you but hope I I hope that I will also grow stronger in my affirmation of this is for who it's for and no one else yeah and at the end of the day you know it's helping you and and you know it's helping there's it's talking to some person out there Mm -hmm. um for sure and you know i hope with ours and and every now and then you know in the the few episodes that we have put out there so far um you know there have been a couple people who've reached out to us that are friends of ours that were like you know what your podcast was what i needed today i was in a bad mood and i wanted to hear you talk about this movie that i love and nobody really knows about and, yeah. you know, it, it helped me feel better. And so it's stuff like that that, you know, does make me feel like, okay, well, maybe we are at least entertaining enough to, like, take someone's mind off of a bad day at work. And, you know, I, I think that's probably absolutely the exact same for, for your podcast as well. You know, you're, you're speaking about things that are so important and are bringing awareness to all the different colors of the rainbow and you know that's something that needs to be out there and and in such a charming and like easygoing format I you know there is someone out there that's going to find it and be like absolutely like thank you there's someone out there that feels the way I do and you know I think finding people out there that are alone is the goal and that's the best thing I can say to tell the imposter syndrome committee in my head is there you're speaking to one person out there and every episode is is for at least one person i i love the sort of the chemistry that that exists in your podcast between you and bailey it is very much we are a fly on the wall (laughs) when you guys are having your lunch you know what i mean we love that yeah I, i yeah oh Oh my God. Oh, she's back. <laughs> hey. Guys, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. What happened? 
uh, my phone died. Oh, oh no. And I can't, I have like this dumb phone where you like can't hook your headphones in and the charger in at the same time. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. And so I was gambling and I lost. But now I get these super cute headphones. I'm so sorry. Did you lose material? Did you lose anything? I I took the baton and ran with it. So um, feel free to to say what you were talking about. We've been talking about imposter syndrome and and i spoke about how having a partner um that i trust and love works so well for me um and to quiet my imposter syndrome and at the end of the day we're speaking to at least one person out there and hoping that we can make their day a little bit better or in michael's case um make them see feel seen and heard Mm -hmm. yeah okay i love that okay great yeah all of that (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i think that of course you have so many days or, you know, there's a link. I I'm such a, I get in these dips and valleys and that's sort of when it like flares up Mm -hmm. that you start to feel like I feel so silly or, you know, does anyone even care? Do they want this? You know, all of that, you know, why am I even doing this? Those questions start to come in, but I remember a piece of advice that Dr. Govich Dr. Marilyn Govich from the University of Central Oklahoma. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She was talking to another friend, uh, to Justin actually, a few years ago and about, you know, whatever. And her advice to him was whatever choice you make, make it the right choice. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of always stuck with me. And anytime that I start to feel like, I don't think I, who am I? You know, it's like, I've already decided that I, want to do this and I want to invest my time in this why not you know I think you're only on this earth for so long and you think about what humans can do and it's like why not play with the time that you have and make it fun yeah make it a good time so that kind of always helps me out I love that good thanks for sharing (laughs) depression cured (laughs) (laughs) and we're good I don't need these pills anymore yeah. <laughs> amazing but what, what what about you i mean what do you what do you do to combat that feeling i i was i mentioned this to to caitlin a bit ago but i basically i i just kind of have to uh just live in the reaffirmation that what i put out there is not for everybody but the people it is for are going to really gravitate and they are going to be nourished by it and I just have to I just have to keep that in mind and realize that it is not for everybody but it is for someone I love that yeah yeah Yeah. and I I've not been one that really had a lot of uh concerns about my mental health and here lately I have found that that is something that I'm needing to check in more with. There, there have been moments of anxiety in my life that I have really had to check in and kind of dissect and really examine as to why, why this is happening or if there was any sort of predetermination that, you know, caused this. So the pandemic really has been eye-opening for not, I mean, not just myself, but, you know, everyone has, and I, I've said this before, but 
people have really had to be with themselves more now than ever before. We were forced to be at home, not seeing other people unless you, you know, lived with people. This really was not just a uh, sort of a, of a, of a global reset, but it was very much uh, an internal reset for a lot of people, myself included. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, you know, and I think that people are, you know, sort of forced to live in how they live, like live in your own life lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You don't have the luxury of being so busy that you don't see the choices that you're making. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that changed a lot for me. I know for me and John too, just like realizing like, oh, wow, we, we could be eating better. We could be having more organized nights with our friends and like being intentional about spending time with them and playing game, you know, being in the moment with them playing games and, and, and doing projects that we like and that entertain us. You know, I feel like, you know, especially as we're all performers and coming from high school, going into college, you're sort of just running. I mean, the Mm -hmm. whole time in the summer, you're doing summer stock, you know, during the year you could do up to, you know, three to five productions and nine Mm -hmm. months. And then as you go into post-college, it's like dead stop. I mean, unless you're just booking gigs left and right, which God bless. And Mm -hmm. I am proud of you and happy for you, but that's just not the case for everyone. And hitting those roadblocks and that, um, that friction from life of not being (laughs) given all of these environments to grow in and not being given all of these mentors to pep talk you it's, uh, yeah, I think moving into an adulthood can be a really big transition and then throw in a pandemic on top of it. It's like, I'm gagged, you know? I feel like a, uh, a lot of people is, I mean, performers especially had to kind of evaluate like what does fulfill me other than theater? Like in my life, you know, what, what do I do for fun? What, what is interesting? What is fulfilling to me as an artist that isn't live theater? And, and I think it's been a healthy learning process for a lot of performers kind of having to figure out, okay, so when I'm not in back-to-back shows and running, you know, from thing to thing, like Bailey said, you know, what, what are things that I can work on? Who are Mm. my friends that I can collaborate with on these, you know, mini projects and, you know, getting creative about what you do with your time when you're not, you know, booked up in shows, which again, great, but you know, you spend so much time running through rehearsal and then running through a show. And then you're looking down the road at the next show that you're not even really enjoying what you're doing half, half the time is you're, you're just running and eating Chipotle on the way to rehearsal and doing a little dance and then mm-hmm. going home, going to bed and doing it all again the next day. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think, I think the good thing that has come out of this time with ourselves is having to stop and take, you know, stock of like, what's around us and what actually does bring us joy. Yeah. You realize that like getting Froyo after the show isn't a hobby. (laughs) That was a hard lesson for me to learn. I will say. (laughs) It's like at some point you could like knit or paint or color something. I wish I could read. (laughs) 
what show where was it guys and dolls when was it justin <laughs> always made fun of you because you would always read during rehearsal and he was mm-hmm. like just you can't read michael <laughs> stop pretending <laughs> i thought i was fooling everybody i was fooling no one <laughs> You were holding the book upside down. So. <sighs> that was it. Damn. That was the problem. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, well, ladies, we are sort of coming to the end of our time together. Aww. Oh, I know. Don't cry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> what is next for you two beautiful people? I would like to be a hand model for beer commercials, but Specifically beer commercials? I think you cast a net out there and <laughs> something will stick. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, after this, well, now that we're in Texas, um, hoping to like get into some theater gigs once things start opening back up and running again. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Caitlin and I are kind of chit-chatting about some little, little rumblings, little steamings in the cauldron. So we'll see. Great. But I'm I'm not ready to share. They're not ready to come into the light yet. Okay. But they're definitely in a cauldron. Yeah. Awesome. Think things with the pod or other things in life. Yes. Yes and yes. Oh great. Okay. Wonderful. Caitlin, would you like to add anything on what's next for you? Um, yeah, most mostly the same. Um, my my big personal projects are we're working on this house that we're getting ready to move into, which yay, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited for you know some some opportunities that Bailey and I are working on and thinking about, and then you know down the road some theater opportunities again. Um, you know, and I think that's what I'm most excited about. And I'm learning to roller skate, so there's that. Yay! Hey, back to Xanadu. That could be that could be a really viable option for you. Yeah, I really could. would love to do Xanadu, and yeah. it's got the the B movie vibe that I yes. I love so much. Learning how to be proficient on roller skates. There you go. So at the end of every episode, I like to ask my guest, is there a queer person in your life that has influenced you in a gay way? It can be maybe the first gay person you ever met or someone that maybe changed your life in any particular way? Uh, is there a queer person that is resonating with either of you? Yeah, uh, I would have to say um, my old boss at Panera, I don't talk to her anymore, mm-hmm. but um, she was the first person that I ever had a very uh, candid, real conversation about gay people and the LGBTQ community in general. And she answered so many questions for me. And I replaying the conversation in my head, I was saying everything wrong and being so horrid and the way she handled it was so professional and just, just really educated me in a great gentle way. And then like sent me off and I was able to learn more from there. But I think she was the first person that, um, that took the time to explain it and was very kind and generous in the way that she did it. And I am forever grateful for that. Wonderful. Caitlin? My answer is not quite as thoughtful, but it is Bailey's brother, Brendan. Oh, that's thoughtful. Because I remember living in, she was doing shows in St. Louis. My first summer in Edmond, mm-hmm. I believe. And I needed a place to stay because I was doing summer stock. 
And so she let me stay in her room and I was staying with her brother and helping him in the early, early days of drag. Oh, so oh. that was like my, <laughs> I <laughs> laced up a corset. I did a, a few press on nails. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I, that was kind of like my first like jaunt into like the real world of drag. And I was like so excited about it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I could be in the living room watching a movie and he'd come in and be like, can you help me? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like such like an independent film movie plot, like little Texas white girl goes to college and has to stay over the summer in her new friend's gay brother's house. <laughs> I just... I can just see the line. You mean he's a she? <laughs> you don't like want to be a girl, do you? <laughs> it practically writes itself. I mean, it really does. <laughs> that is wonderful. Oh, yes. Total sidebar. We, I love Brendan and Garrett. I would love to have, I want them on. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. I, I think you and me and Brendan and Kim and Garrett should all do like a big sibling. Ooh. That would be everything. I'm little, just little idea. I would 10% producer credit. Thank you. <laughs> well, 10% of nothing is still nothing. So you can you can have it. <laughs> Thank you. Please yes. take it with you. <laughs> <laughs> That was wonderful. Where can everybody follow you if they want to follow y'all? You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Please and Take It With You. Um, you can also email us if you have a movie suggestion that you would like to share, uh, that you'd like for us to cover at Please and Take It With You at gmail.com. And you can also find us on YouTube where you can like and subscribe so you get notified every time we have a new video. Well, I wanted to say thank you very, very much for doing this. Michael, thank you. Thank you. So I'm so glad we did this. Yes. This was the best way to end the day. I feel Absolutely. so rejuvenated. I feel alive. Any last words you want to leave the listeners? I miss your face. I can't wait to be in the same city as you. Um, I we love you. Yes, so, so much sparkly. luck with the podcast. I hope it goes on forever. You're brilliant. You too, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Me too, y'all. You're, you're a laugh and a half. You're so, I'll, I'll pay you later. Don't worry. $20. <laughs> That's a bargain. <laughs> Caitlin, any last words? We love you. You're so sparkly and can't wait to see you soon. Yes. I'm going to come to Texas and visit. <gasps> Please do. Yes. Please. Right. And take it with you. <laughs> Go forth and be gay, everyone. Ha <laughs> ha!